The other day on Facebook, I posted a picture of some chili I made at Atlantic Superstore. Uh, it's a local grocery store chain. They asked me if I would help them to feed people who still didn't have power after the hurricane, and I was happy to do it. Since then, a lot of people have asked me for that chili recipe, but the truth is I didn't use one. So rather than write a recipe that isn't going to be exactly the same as what I made anyway, I'm going to tell you my five secrets to great chili. That way you won't need a recipe either. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is my five secrets to great chili. Number five, lots of vegetables. There are plenty of people out there that think that chili should just be meat and sauce, sometimes not even beans, but I completely disagree. Chili can and should be a full meal in a bowl. So I like to start with a base of carrots, onion, and celery, also known in French, uh, in French cooking as mirepoix. And I pretty much always add red and green bell peppers to my chili as well. If you're adding bell peppers into your chili, add them only in the last quarter of the cooking time because if you add them too early, they can become very bitter. Other vegetables that can be added to chili include zucchini, mushrooms, eggplant, corn, or cauliflower, and I'm sure there are plenty of other vegetables that would be great in chili that I'm not thinking of. The point is just to load that chili pot up with vegetables to balance out the meal. You'll feel fuller and probably not as bloated or heavy as you otherwise may. Number four, beans and legumes. I think most of us probably add kidney beans into our chili. Uh, it's very common. But I like to take this a step further. I always add in one second bean or legume. This could be pinto beans, lentils, chickpeas, anything like that. I do this for two reasons. Beans and legumes are loaded with protein and fiber, which is really good for you, and they are way cheaper than meat. So adding extra beans or legumes is a great way to bump up the protein without adding the cost of additional meat, and it makes the chili a little more filling, so it goes further. If I'm making a vegetarian chili, I may even go with three different kinds of beans and legumes just to make sure I'm hitting those protein requirements. Number three spices. We all put spices in our chili. I think cumin, coriander, and oregano are really common. Now you may not know you use those spices, but if you use chili powder, not ground chilies, but chili powder, which is a blend of spices, then you're pretty much using uh, cumin, coriander, and oregano anyway. In addition to those spices, I like to add a bit of cinnamon to my chili as well. It doesn't take much, maybe a quarter to a half teaspoon in a pot, but it adds a really, really nice flavor. And then there is something else I wanted to mention about spices, and this isn't just for chili, but it helps. The flavor of spices actually comes from flavor compounds held in the essential oils in the spices. So these flavor compounds are heat soluble and volatile. So what does that mean? Well, it means that in order to get the most flavor out of our spices, we need to do two things. The first thing is saute the spices. The high heat will cause the spices to release their oils and flavor. This only takes about one to two minutes. So once your onions, garlic, and vegetables have been sauteed, and right before you add liquid or any wet ingredients to your pot, add your spices and stir for one to two minutes. Once the smell of the spices really starts to hit you, add your liquid to cool them and slow the release of those essential oils. The second thing we have to do is probably counter to everything you know about cooking chili. Generally, when people talk about cooking chili, they brag about leaving the pot on the stove simmering for 12, 14, even 18 hours. The assumption being that the longer the chili is cooked, 
the better it will be. But this is actually 100% false, and the reason goes back to those essential oils coming out of the spices. As I said, those oils are heat-soluble and volatile. So the longer you cook them, the more they degrade and the less flavor you get. You really don't want to cook chili for any more than two hours. I should say, too, that if you're cooking chili, um, if you are cooking your chili and you give it a taste and notice that it could use a bit more of a certain spice, it is okay just to add it into the chili as it's simmering. It's just that those late edition spices aren't going to have the same depth of flavor as those early edition spices. Number two, heat. Whether you like spicy food or not, I think we can all agree that chili needs to have a bit of heat to it. Chilies are what chili gets its name from. Now, it doesn't have to be a lot, but there needs to be some. At least a bit of warming on the tongue. To achieve this heat, people often will add cayenne pepper. This is okay, but I much prefer to use fresh chilies. For a little spice, one jalapeno um, will do it. And you can even remove the seeds if you want to really downgrade that heat. For hotter chili, a few jalapenos and a couple habaneros or scotch bonnets will really throw things into overdrive. To use the chilies, just chop them up. It might be best to wear gloves when doing this. And saute them with the onion, garlic, and other vegetables. That's it. It is important to remember that not all chilies are created equal. One jalapeno may be way hotter than another one. So a good way to tell how hot a pepper is, is to cut into it and give it a smell. Does it smell slightly metallic? Does it sting your sinuses a little? If so, you know it's going to be a hot one. It might be best to remove the seeds before use. For those of you that don't know why I keep saying remove the seeds, it's because much of the heat in a chili comes from the seeds and white ribs inside the pepper, not from the pepper itself. Number one, the secret ingredients. So I have two secret ingredients that I use to make an amazing chili, and they are coffee and chocolate. Yep, you heard that right. These two ingredients add depth to the flavor of a chili that is unbelievable, and you don't need too much. So to a pot of chili, I will generally add between a half to one ounce of semi-sweet baker's chocolate. I just drop it right into the pot about halfway through cooking. For the coffee, I will use either one shot of espresso or half a cup of strong brewed coffee. Now, I know it seems odd, but you won't believe how amazing this will make your chili. And the, the depth and earthiness of the chocolate and coffee really plays well with the peppers and the tomatoes. Works really, really well. Bonus tips. When making vegetarian chili, start with a base of one chopped portobello mushroom and four to six chopped cremini mushrooms or brown mushrooms. Cook these on a moderate heat with a bit of oil and salt. The mushrooms will release their liquid, which should then be cooked until almost fully evaporated. This will create a base for the flavor of the chili that will replace that missing meatiness. When adding tomato paste to a chili, saute it with the vegetables for three to four minutes before adding in any liquid. This will take away that harsh metallic flavor of the tomato paste and make it sweeter. The sweetness from the tomato paste will balance the acidity of the tomatoes, meaning you won't need to add any sugar or much less sugar than you otherwise may have to. Chili is a delicious full meal in a bowl that is just as great in the middle of summer as it is in the dead of winter. Use these secrets and let me know what you think uh, on social media. 
And as always, thank you for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic Friday and a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. I'm, of course, Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com. And this has been my five secrets to great chili. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, and if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast. What are you waiting for? You're listening anyway. You know there's lots of great info here. And tell your friends about it. Hit that share button. Hit the like button. Rate it. Whatever you want to do. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.